Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph. Don't know why I keep saying that, but why not? It's because I'm hoping I uh, can have uh, some new hosts uh, in the near future doing this. So maybe I'm just projecting, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, today's episode. Uh, how can the deadly sin of gluttony, which is the deadly sin that's attached to ESFJs and INTPs, be a good thing? very complex question and I'm actually honestly thankful for such a question uh, to be asked especially since I filmed the uh, deadly sin uh, the gluttony episode yesterday and it's actually already been posted as of today which is pretty uh, it's pretty awesome pretty awesome that it has been and uh, it's it's great it's one of the best lectures I've ever shot (coughs) honestly the deadly sins lectures really probably just might be my best work or at least best body of work in terms of like a season and that's season seven part two before you check out the deadly sins lectures please make sure that you watch or listen to season seven part one which is available here on the youtube channel or on uh the podcast basically that's like super important gotta have all that virtue and vice background information available to you uh, before you really sink your teeth into the deadly sins so yeah check it out go uh, find out the secrets to uh, change your life and the lives of those around you to do that csjoseph.life forward slash members become a journeyman member it's only 29 bucks a month good luck binging it all Uh, I think we've probably surpassed the uh, 8 weeks mark that it would take someone to uh watch every single piece of content in uh, the members area if they were to binge it all the way through so that's a huge accomplishment for myself looking forward to making that 12 weeks and then 18 weeks and so on and so forth so definitely uh, definitely going to continue the huge glut of content so yeah it's been uh, it's going to be uh utterly fantastic uh, when that day comes. But yeah, deadly sin of gluttony, how can it actually be a good thing? The first thing is, it's like, well, why do ESFJs and INTPs need to be gluttonous at all? What is it they're seeking out of life more than anything? And that's their cognitive origin. Everyone is seeking out their cognitive origin more than anything. And cognitive origins are so important. They're, again, they're the most important vector when considering using the type grid because cognitive origin, regardless of where you're at in your life, what stage of life you're in, what stage of focus or development you're in, regardless of your octogram, regardless of your nurture, regardless of your nature. I mean, you have a cognitive origin that's attached to your ego. And regardless if you're shadow developed, subconscious developed, shadow focused, subconscious uh, focused, it doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter, like at all. Because your cognitive origin never changes. It's always the same, always, throughout your whole life. Everyone has this thing that they're seeking out the most. And the thing that ESFJs and INTPs are seeking out the most is discovery, or ultimately exploration, maybe of a new frontier, maybe a frontier that they created. So 
like they have to uh, explore every aspect of a candy bar. Or maybe it's coffee cake that they decided to bake. No wonder ESFJs and INTPs are typically great cooks because they're trying to discover every possible molecule in whatever dessert it is that they made. And sometimes they'll share for other people. But really, when they're cooking, they're cooking with their tastes in mind more so than anyone else's taste in mind, especially they're an INTP. Not a bad thing, because the reality is ESFJs and INTPs really honestly have good taste. They have good taste. So why not? Why not trust them? Why not trust them with that? So because they have good taste, it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. So yeah, just uh, having a smoke here uh, in uh, downtown uh, Coeur d'Alene. It's uh, probably the most beautiful place in the United States of America. Absolutely fantastic here. An amazing town, an amazing city. Uh, I absolutely love it here. Love it so much. Got all of the benefits of a small town with all the benefits of a big town all in one place. Hell, even rumor has it that Shaq himself owns a couple of the bars down here and, and a club, so who knows? And one of my friends spotted him recently at the local club, so good times. So, but discovery. Discovery for ESFJs and INTPs. That's what they're seeking the most in life. And one of the ways that they're able to gain discovery or utilize or seek discovery in their life is by being gluttonous, Okay. Yeah, it can have a lot to do with food, but it doesn't have to do with food. It could be video games or anything that creates dopamine, right? Of course, the greatest dopamine that they'll ever have is discovering something new or embarking out on a new frontier. This is ultimately what Elon Musk is trying to do, creating a new frontier of space exploration up into uh, the upper atmosphere and then eventually to the moon, eventually to our solar system and Mars and potentially the planets beyond. I'm quoting John F. Kennedy when I say that, of course. Never not, uh, uh, never not quote John F. Kennedy. It's one of my, uh, I, I like that president. Um, it's too bad he was murdered. It's too bad his brother was murdered. It's too bad their other brother probably wasn't murdered. I don't know. The guy seemed like a total dick and a fraud to me. So, the point is, gluttony is an avenue with which they are able to discover the world. And if there's nothing left to discover, they're going to lean into gluttony. They're going to get very, uh, very hedonistic because there's no other purpose except consumption in life. They'll get very hedonistic and kind of go in that direction. That kind of sucks. Sucks a lot, honestly, uh, when they're in that direction. That's why it's so hard for ESFJs and INTPs to let go of addiction. Because without purpose, they end up just going all hedonistic mode, and that's how they live their life for, like, the rest of their life. And that could be a problem. So... So with that... Gluttony ends up becoming one of the few avenues that they can walk. If you want to learn more, you got to watch the Gluttony episode. But seriously, though, gluttony is not always necessarily a bad thing. Because 
here's the thing. In order for them to discover, they need to first consume. It's really important that INTPs and ESFJs consume, and everything in their life is literally centered around consumption. They even have really good relationships with other people based on similar consumption. If other people consume similar things that they like, consuming anime, consuming an MMORPG, consuming movies, consuming media, consuming food, consuming sexuality. If they have similar tastes to other people, it's literally taste by which they relate to other people. And in fact, the majority of their relationships in their life is based upon shared taste. That's literally how they work. Which is awesome. It's awesome if you think about it. Really awesome. And, you know, having that opportunity for shared taste, you know, they have to consume and figure out what their tastes are in order to have those relationships with people, in order for them to have a semblance of connection. You know, it's not unlike, uh, you know, the lust, uh, the lust types, ESTP and, ENF, or, and INFJs, always seeking out connectedness with other people. It's just the avenue with which the ESFJ and the INTP connect with other people is literally comes down to shared taste. And how can they discover, you know, discover what their tastes are unless they're a bit gluttonous first. They have to consume to discover those tastes so they know which tastes are good, which tastes are bad to them, and then share that taste with other people so that those people can have common taste with them. And then they could establish friendships or even sexual relationships with people based on shared taste. That's why oftentimes ESFJs and INTPs end up getting the reputation for being the most tasteful out of all of the 16 types, which you may consider is like, there's no way that's true when you're considering like an extroverted sensing trickster of an INTP. But let me tell you something, there's something about their SI child that just really absolutely knows what it's talking about. Like, for example, if you're a chef, like if you're, um, what's that ENTJ chef's name? Um, Gordon Ramsay. If you're Gordon Ramsay, you're definitely going to need an INTP or an ESFJ in your life to share their taste with you so that you could become a better chef. You know, it's no wonder that the ENTJ's golden pair or affection relationship or their bronze pair, also known as the natural, are both the gluttony types. And ENTJs love being chefs. They love cooking as well. They, they see cooking as an art. And knowing what the tastes are of their ESFJ and INTP lover really benefits them on a big, in a big way. So granted, there are other applications for which gluttony can be a good thing, and that's further discussed in uh, the gluttony lecture at csjoseph.life forward slash members in the journeyman section under season seven, part two. But taste, taste is something I kind of saved, shared taste is something I saved for this particular episode. So just keep that in mind, folks. Gluttony is not always a bad thing. If it's in excess, absolutely it's a bad thing. If it leads to obesity, it's a bad thing. If it leads to addiction, it's a bad thing. Like being a sugar addict, for example. Imagine that, right? Sugar addicts have a really hard life. So so based on that, like, you just got to be aware of that. You got to be aware of that phenomenon. It's all about shared taste. And if you really want to connect to an ESFJ or an INTP, find out what their tastes are, bring them those tastes, 
bring them different tastes and create a shared experience with them. Maybe you have a taste that they haven't tasted yet. Bring it to them. And like I said, it could be anything. It could be a movie. It doesn't have to be food. It really doesn't. Just anything that could be consumed, right? Anything that would have a flavor, not just to the mouth, but also to the mind, or maybe a flavor to the heart. It doesn't matter. It's all about shared taste. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.